I don't honestly see your son behaving that well either. Oh, really? Is that so? Screamed Mrs. Jugster. Yes, it is, shouted Mrs. Knickerbocker, as she turned abruptly and moved about five feet away. Mrs. Jugster straightened Freddy's collar and smoothed back his dark hair as her son glared in anger at the closed elevator door. There was a deep, uncomfortable silence that followed the argument, and it seemed like an eternity before the elevator door opened with a grinding sound. Mrs. Knickerbocker and Mrs. Jugster pushed and shoved as they both tried to get on the elevator first. "'We were first. Can't you see?' shouted Mrs. Jugster defiantly. "'No, we were first, said Mrs. Knickerbocker insistently. Red blotches began to form on her white neck, and Mrs. Jugster began to nervously grab at her blue scarf around her neck. Beads of perspiration appeared on her forehead. The two ladies stood motionless, with their eyes locked in an angry stare of hatred, like two soldiers ready for battle. A tall, slender gentleman with a mustache, who was wearing a gray uniform with yellow trim, smiled calmly. He raised his hand and motioned for them to get on the elevator. Mrs. Knickerbocker, Randy, Mrs. Jugster, and Fred clumsily got on the elevator without saying a single word. The elevator operator asked, Which floor, please? Tenth floor! The two mothers yelled out simultaneously, and they both gave each other a horrified look. Not only were things absolutely terrible, but they were going to the same floor. There was another span of uncomfortable silence that followed as the elevator climbed slowly to the next level and the next and the next. All of a sudden, as the elevator light indicated the ninth floor, the lights flickered off and in unison with a dreadful banging sound. It was only seconds later that the elevator came to a screeching halt. Mrs. Jugster lost her balance and fell to the floor as she screamed with horror. The group then became immersed in total darkness. Mrs. Knickerbocker held tightly to the left railing with her left hand, and she grabbed Randy's shoulder with her right hand. Freddy called out to his mother and fumbled around trying to find her hand to pull her up. Screams of panic echoed through the air until the awful noise was interrupted by the gentleman in the gray uniform. Don't panic, he said firmly. I've pressed the emergency button, and the store will have everything under control soon. A strange-sounding alarm buzzed and then stopped. It's so dark in here, said Randy, and I'm scared. I don't want to die. Are, are we going to get out of here alive? sobbed Freddy. The calm voice came through the darkness again. It was the elevator man. He said, Everyone try to relax. We will soon be out of here. Now crying isn't going to help anyone, is it? But his comment was only met with muffled sniffing and crying sounds as the boys showed their fear. Why is this elevator stopped? questioned Mrs. Knickerbocker emphatically. I don't know what the problem is, but I assure you that all will be taken care of as soon as possible. You must all be patient, said the elevator man in a strong voice. 
And just how long do you expect us to be patient? We were going to the sale on the tenth floor, and we only have three hours until we have to be at a dentist appointment, said Mrs. Knickerbocker. Don't worry, he said in a calm voice. You'll be shopping soon, and you will probably forget that this episode ever happened. He made a clicking sound as he fiddled with one of the buttons. Randy could not stand the pressure any longer, and he stamped his foot on the floor, making a very loud noise. He showed unusual strength for a boy his age. I want to get out of here right now! Let me out! Let me out! Please, young man, don't make any quick movements. It could prove to be dangerous, said the elevator man. But I said that I want out of here, and I want out right now. Before his mother could stop him, he stamped his foot loudly.